1: Children and I played this game, that dice game, Dragon Slayer.
0: Oh yeah.
1: We were having a good time, man. Just wanted to share.
0: (laughs) Is it? Does it live up to all your expectations?
1: You know, it's pretty fun. It's it's you have um you have four sets of three dice, and the white one, which is the hero dice, and then you have a green, blue, and um red. Mm -hmm. Red's the hardest. Um, green's the middle, and blue's the easiest. And each color is a dragon. So when it's your turn, you pick a dragon you want to fight, and then you grab those three dice, and then you grab the hero dice, and you roll them together. And then um, there's three, there's four sides really. But if you get a dragon fire mm-hmm. on your dice, you have to get enough shields to match it to block. If you get if if you get like let's say I don't know if you get two fires and only one shield then you blocked one but then you, you got hit once so you have to take one of your dra- your hero dice away and then roll again and the whole point is to get each there's three pieces of a dragon and you have to get them all it's actually pretty cool
0: actually it sounds kind of cool and
1: once you understand it it's quick you know so we're all it's we're <laughs> always when, the when trick you, isn't it <laughs> when you don't understand it it ain't quick at all but um But yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. And we were playing it today and, um, it's whoever gets to 40. So each, each dragon is worth points. The hardest one is six and then four and then two. So everyone just rolls on the hardest one. we, we, we don't play games. You understand, (laughs) you know, like we fucking around with these easy ones
0: and they're harder. You you know, the, the games that people play, we don't play those games. We play real
1: games. We, we keep it so real. That we don't play games when we're playing games. You understand? Because we don't know how to do that.
0: Okay? It's like someone uh, can lose a limb. That's just... That's all I'm saying. My
1: kids okay. ask me, like, are we going to play Dungeons & Dragons? I go... <laughs> <laughs> and they go, why not? said, because we're playing this dice game. <laughs> and they're like, you didn't prepare, did you? I'm like, I did not. <laughs> it's like, I'm fucking tired. Leave me alone.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... Uh... I got too much shit to deal with.
1: Right. <laughs> Honestly, I just forgot. I forgot to prepare at all. And they got spoiled because I, I took vacation days the last two weeks. Oh. So I had time to sit here and bullshit. Right. But, And then I, I started playing the Dragon Age series again. So that took up a bit of my time. God forbid <laughs> I enjoy my life. You know mm. what I mean? Like, so whatever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had a
0: life before you little shits. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> I was the boss of these streets. You don't know. <laughs> I was the boss. <laughs> the boss. <laughs> you know. <laughs> John Cena. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks podcast. Oh hi, hey, yeah. What's up? How's it going? Hey, girl. Mm-hmm. ASL. ASL.
1: <laughs> Are you,
0: we- you got what <laughs> I, <laughs> I need. You, you say, say you're just a friend. friend. What the fuck? You say <laughs> you just. Oh baby, yeah. All <laughs> right, baby, <laughs> Uh, this is our weekly podcast that discusses uh, top news from the world of entertainment, gaming, comics, and technology, and nineties 90s, nineties uh, 90s pop rap. Uh, right. This the is Dungeons and Dragons and <laughs> dice games. Right. EA um, EA Access brought to you by. Uh... <laughs>
1: I actually just signed up for EA Access, like legit, legit. I signed up for it on the PC. Oh.
0: That's how I got the Dragon Age case. And this is for the week of March 11th, 2018. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley, I think. Yeah, You sure?
1: Oh, baby, you. (laughs) Uh,
0: That is the, well, that is the dumpster fire that is our lives right now. Uh, We're
1: going to be talking about dumpster fire later on in the show. Oh, yeah.
0: However. (laughs) Oh, so this week, you know, it's, it, you know, I I, <laughs> I live a very rudimentary life. Not a whole lot goes on, uh, but I was actually, you know, uh, out and about this week. And so, taking Metro, you know, on occasion, you know, you always hear people like, oh, my God, I had, you know, the, they always have the Metro stories. I have two, and both of which happened on the two days. I decided to go out, and this, this kind of reaffirms my notion of just stay inside. Don't leave. Don't go out. Shit, shit like don't this even happens. Don't waste
1: your fucking time. Is <laughs> so, what, is what he's it's saying. when
0: I think I give, I want to give humanity a chance. He reminds me, no, it's not worth it. No, no. <laughs> no, stop it. It's like life comes out with a ruler and smacks me on the hand and just says, no, absolutely <laughs> fucking not. <laughs> Sick of it. <laughs> like, like, like God rolls up a, a newspaper and smacks me on the nose like you do to a dog or something like that. No. <laughs> Bad oh, boy, bro. go back inside. No no <laughs> so uh first uh first time this week I, I I took the metro and I went out to target pick up a couple of things so as actually no, I was out to kill sometime I was like I ah, just go out and do something so I'm waiting for the uh for metro to um come back home so I'm sitting there and this chick gets off and she sits on the bench next to me and of course you know she asks uh you know uh which bus I'm waiting for. And then I'm like, you know, I was like 2.45. She's like, oh, okay. And then she just kind of sits, I guess, you know, I'm like, I don't understand why people ask that. Like, oh, if they're waiting for the same bus, does it come yet? I don't know. <laughs> like, who hmm. fucking cares? So this this girl tried to chat me up, and it wasn't cute. Her eyes and hair were- he
1: said it wasn't cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Her eyes and hair were what I like, but the rest was all sorts of nah, <laughs> you know? and you know so she asked me my name so I told her that after a few moments when I thought she got the hint she asked me why I didn't ask for her name and I tried to find other words other than because I didn't fucking care <laughs> like it was like um because I don't give a fuck bitch and I just look and I'm like and I have headbuds on and I hate when people do that when you have earbuds in and you're, you know, obviously either listening or faking it, you know, you kind of them the clue that I'm engaged in something else, and then they try talking to you, and you're just like, Sigh. and so
1: I was like, that happens to me at work all the time. Yeah. Like I'll have my earbuds in, and then here comes my boss, you know, like, and <laughs> I was like, what
0: the fuck? It's like, well, don't, don't give, come to me with this work shit. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I didn't sign up for that.
1: <laughs> my boss is funny though, because she's, um, and I'm not. I don't mean this in a negative way. But she, she is a black woman. So is that she has it? a tendency. She has a tendency that instead of going, um, excuse me, she just stares at you like she's gonna kick your ass. <laughs> like, you gonna you done? Are you done or are you finished?
0: You know, like she gets real <laughs> upset. Oh man. Yeah, and this is just she just wouldn't stop. Like she just kept like asking me questions. I'm just like, Oh god, please get here. <laughs> please get here And then she was like then finally her her bus shows up, and then she, I was like, oh, here's your bus. Like, oh, thank God. And she's like, oh, she goes, oh, man, I need to go to this place first. And then she gets up and walks off, and I'm like.
1: So she was trying to hit you up. Right. Why didn't you smash? That's I mean, that's all I'm because saying. Because
0: she was all sorts of nah. nah. She was all sorts of <laughs> nah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10.
0: On a scale of 1 to 10, nah.
1: You, you don't even number. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. On a scale of one to ten, no. What? <laughs> it's, and um,
0: and then yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, it was just like, oh, these are the people that you know. It's like, oh, these are the people that talk to me. Why? <laughs> you know, it's never. It, it's like, it's like, it's not like you know the you know like the 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 what we used to call back in the day the cat the the the. Uh, Cavriole rabbits, you know the the we used to call them bitch buckets back in the day because yeah. it was always used to, like the hot shit. It's like never, you know, you know a a, a a car like that. You're like hey, you know, talking to you and then like hey, you want to go? Yeah, sure, let's go. You know, it's never that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but this other one was kind of funny. So my brother and I are gonna meet up because we're uh, we're thinking we were gonna get a printer. We actually ordered one online. But um, so I was like, all right, so. I go I have you know my earbuds on and I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm having a good time the bus is kind of you know not crowded so I'm sitting there and then you know it leaves my house and because uh, it picks up like right in front of my house Adam knows this <laughs> I'm just telling everybody else it's and really convenient it is and um, so we get down to Sherman Way which is like the second stop after mine so I'm sitting there and there's like a, a, a few people and it seems like you know, and the, the, the driver is is new. Like it seems like he's this is like his first day training on the bus. So he has, like his uh, uh, I thought it was a man at first, but it wasn't um, trainer. And there's kind of some commotion going on in front, and I'm just like you know, like whatever, you know. I don't I don't I usually don't care. And then this woman comes back and she's like, I don't know. She's just like you know, has that attitude that like she's not black she's she's mexican but acts black and uh that's racist and uh and uh she is i mean that's just completely racist uh right. and then there's this dude that follows up behind her and he looks like he's having none of it and then they sit down and she's yammering about something and he's like i don't care and then this this other woman comes up looks back and the the woman that that came in acting all like uh uh-uh, uh sat Two, two rows and to the left of me and this other woman comes up this is a white chick but you know brown hair but she's you know she's not one of those like oh my god you know she's just like you know you know you know just normal the regular chick the regular chick a moderate a, a moderate, moderate is yes like yeah call. okay <laughs> <laughs> someone <laughs> who just is there right is not
1: acting out of turn right
0: you know and she she comes up and she's with with i guess her friend or something like that and then she looks back and says something, and she's like, "Bitch, you don't know me, you know." And then she goes to get up, but his her guy grabs her and says, "Stop it!" And then sits her down. And then the the white chick didn't even flinch; like she just looked at her like, you know, whatever, go for it, you know, like just like I, I
1: wish a motherfucker <laughs> would, like, right? You know, look? yeah, Dang. it's it's
0: it's like that. Just try me today, kind of look, you know, right? And today ain't today, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, and she's like, and then um. Then she says something back and I didn't, since I'm right between them, I kind of like turn the volume down on my phone. <laughs> just like, kinda, you know, you try to see what's good. Yeah, yeah, you know? And she's just like, and then she's like, you know, maybe you shouldn't act like that. And then she's like, bitch, I'll fucking show you. And then she gets up and then her, bo- her boyfriend grabs her, slams her back down. And he goes, I told you, shut the fuck up. And I was like, Oh shit! And then the the the. Sometimes you gotta check a bitch, man. Yeah, but it, was, the way it is. but it was hilarious, and like the the the, the um, supervisor, I guess the MT supervisor comes up, talks to them, and they're like, you know, they're just kind, of, I, you know, she's, and you, you have this like, I know, but I gotta, you know, like I gotta tell you. Then she goes back towards the other one, and then she's like, ma'am, and she's like, that bit, and then the guy goes, he goes. Shut the fuck up! I'm gonna tell you one last time. And he looks and he goes, "I'm sorry, ma'am." He goes, "It's not gonna happen again." She's gonna shit sit here and shut her mouth. And he's like, and then she looks. And he goes, "I don't fucking care." He goes, "I'm not gonna be late for work because of your stupid ass." And I was like, "God <laughs> damn!" He fucking checked his bitch right there. Damn. And she just, and then for like the rest of it, she kind of, she kind of muttered like under her breath. And he's like, and I kept hearing him going like, "Shut up!" Like just.
1: You know, that w- it would have been extra fun if she muttered something. He's like, "What the fuck you just
0: say? Yeah.
1: Shut <laughs> the fuck up." <laughs> ah,
0: I would have been like, "Oh fuck," <laughs> but I was just like, "Oh shit!" Like he literally just checked her right there. Like I don't fucking care. I got shit to do, kind of thing. <laughs> do this on your own fucking time. But I like, I, like, I, I was, know. I was there. Like I started to smile, and I was like looking out the window. So like you know. It's, She'd all be like, what you laughing at? <laughs> what you, I'm laughing at your dumb ass. <laughs> Get your fucking ass down. I'm, it was like- I'm laughing because I'm about to high five your boy. <laughs> <laughs> you shake that motherfucker's hand. Check that bit. Was she cute? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Like she was, she's just, she's one of those like loud, oh, I uh, hate to say that, but overweight Hispanic chicks that like, you know, you know the type that I'm talking about. You know the, know. yeah.
1: Her eyebrows are super painted on. For- yeah,
0: it's just like you know she spent, she spent eight hours putting on whatever the hell it was she put on her she, face.
1: She basically, she's a chola, but not in the hot way.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: Because there's some chicks <laughs> Hispanic just be looking ghetto, and you'd be like, God damn! I'm gonna <laughs> take you out the ghetto. What's up?" <laughs> Then you got some to be like, "Oh, you shit!"
0: Yeah, because you once, need to stay here. Because once all that comes off, you're like, "Oh, I, I saw some chick."
1: And, and it, I'm attracted to really stupid shit but she was she was a what you would call chola whatever but you she didn't have painted she on what you would call a chola but you she didn't have painted on like
0: classified this, as a cholo. Right.
1: this was national geographic would classify <laughs> um no she didn't shave her eyebrows off she had eyebrows and all that but she she was uh, this is when i was going to school and she used to always wear like a beanie but her hair was long out of it and whatever and she just looked like she didn't she looked like she didn't fuck around. That's what she looked like. <laughs> right. But she used to always do this thing. She has super long nails, mm-hmm. obviously. obviously. And she would like be picking her front teeth and just going, oh, God, like that. I thought it was cute. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got something you can fucking suck. <laughs> and I tried to hit her up. One time, I gave it one time, and she was like, "The fuck away from me." I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I
0: oh, 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 this is how it's going. To... Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> we trying to ask you What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had to be real careful though, because her brother was um, he was that real shit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking around like she was nothing, but her. I think she acted hard because her brother was like had teardrop tattoos oh. on under his eye at like sophomore year of high school. Like
0: yeah, sophomore year. Did he have a, did he have a spider web tattoo on his elbow? Don't they all? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Okay. He, he ain't shit unless you k- killed somebody by the time you're six, you know? <laughs> it's like, That's right.
1: <laughs> Ooh, she was cute. And that body was right, bro. I was like, how many kids you gonna have at 17? Be real. Be real. <laughs> I'm being extremely (laughs) offensive.
0: We've earned that explicit tag this week. Whatever. (laughs) All right. Well, our main story this week will be about the dumpster fire that is YouTube. But before uh, that, let's hit up some headlines. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah! This in the news.
1: That's what we need to get.
0: That's the best sound effect. <laughs> uh, so off in entertainment news, Lucasfilms announced this week that Iron Man director Jon Favreau would be executive producing and writing a live-action Star Wars series for Disney's upcoming streaming service. Quote, "I couldn't be more excited about Jon coming on board to produce and write for the New direct-to-consumer platform, says Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy in a statement. John brings the perfect mix of producing and writing talent combined with fluency in the Star Wars universe. This series will allow John the chance to work with a diverse group of writers and directors and give Lucasfilm the opportunity to build a robust talent base. Favreau is thrilled to be returning to the Star Wars galaxy. Quote, if you told me at 11 years old that I would be getting to tell stories in the Star Wars universe, I wouldn't have believed you. I can't wait to embark on this upcoming this uh, embark upon this exciting adventure. There's no indication when the series would debut, especially since the streaming service will not debut until 2019. Not to mention, he is currently in production of the Lion King live-action adaptation for Lucas's film, Lucasfilm's home company,
1: Disney home company yeah
0: disney
1: <laughs> anybody's home company is disney <laughs> right, at, this yeah, I know, at this point i know let's be real <laughs> you know what i mean
0: yeah but he's had a he's had good luck with um you know with working with disney i mean shit he started the whole you know mcu universe yeah but wasn't he pushed out of that no he he left because um after iron man 2 he said uh kind of like what joss whedon said about um when he did the avengers 2 that it, it was like he wasn't really being able to tell his own story, like they were leading it towards the Avengers, so it had to go a certain direction. So he was uh, like, "Yeah." Yeah. So then he was kind of like, "Well, it's not really, you know, I'm not really creating." But he did come back and played Happy Hogan for two and three, and then Spider Man Homecoming, and I think he's supposed to appear in the in uh, Infinity War. But he's also has um, he also did Disney's live action version of Jungle Book. Um and I think he has something else working for Disney right now, but yeah, he's he's still in good graces, and he's he's come back to Marvel, and you know, unlike Joss Whedon, he's kind of you know repaired whatever you know things. He's just like, hey, you know, I I'll I'll do stuff with Disney, you know, and maybe Marvel if it's something original. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you know, it it makes sense.
1: Like a lot of people go, like, oh, why would you pass that shit up? And it's like, yeah, I mean, it, it's a creative maybe he- medium
0: it's a creative medium so
1: exactly and when you're doing something that especially in the early on with that marvel shit it was like a lot of paint by numbers probably i mean you you had the freedom to kind of tell it with your own style yeah but the story needed to be told a certain way right and and it wasn't that marvel was being a piece of shit they do that with comic this is how comic books work
0: yeah
1: like it won't fit together i mean look at what's happening
0: with look at what's happening with warner brothers right now you know, like, you get a lot of directors leaving because it's like, well, creative differences, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, because they want to do something different. Yeah. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? These fucking pieces of shit.
0: <laughs> Jeez, wow. <laughs> I <laughs> took <Yes>. a 180. <laughs> I fucking said it.
1: So, former president of the U- United States of America.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you put in the last part. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you. United Emirates, what? Um, Barack Obama. Uh, is in talks with Netflix to produce an original series and is spitballing concepts with the streaming giant. According to The Hollywood Reporter, both Barack and Michelle Obama will feature in the show, which will center around uplifting inspirational stories as opposed to direct political commentary on the White House. Thank God. Yeah. Um, Obama already has a huge reach on social media with 101 million followers on Twitter, so his presence on Netflix will be a boon for the streaming service. While giving him a platform to reach even more people, the New York Times reports that some of the ideas being banded, yeah, banded, banded around included include Obama moderating discussions on hot-button topics from his own presidency, like healthcare, climate change, and foreign policy. While Michelle Obama might take the helm on a show about causes about causes she supported during her time as first lady, like nutrition, hey, she kept it real on that nutrition front. That the whole um. They did they came with a whole packet one time from the kids' school, how the the food pyramid is now obsolete and she they she had well she didn't personally make it, but it's the whole my plate thing.
0: Yeah.
1: And if y'all don't know about that, look that shit up because it makes a hell of a lot more fucking sense. Um quote time President and Miss Obama have always believed in the power of storytelling to inspire, said Eric Schultz, senior advisor to the former president. Uh, Throughout their lives, they have lifted up, lifted up stories of people whose efforts to make a difference are quality change changing. What are quietly? I was like, what the fuck (laughs) are quietly changing the world for the better as they consider their future personal plans. They continue to explore new ways uh, to help others tell and share their stories and quote current president Donald Trump met with. Video game industry representatives yesterday, a couple of days ago, to discuss the efforts of violent video games and youths, on youths, on youths. Uh, <laughs> the White House president, uh, pre- the White House presented a violent video game reel to. <laughs> did y'all motherfuckers see this violent video game reel? I, did,
0: I, I I heard that it was like ridiculous. Like it's basically.
1: Everything out of context. Yeah. Okay. Because it's just a show
0: like everything's just violent for no reason. Right.
1: And a lot of it a lot of it is uh shooters. Right. Um but and it's funny because it's in in these in these um in these clips and there's no context whatsoever. Like it's just random violence. And I mean, you know, whatever. But um Did we see Tomb
0: Raider in there? (laughs) You know, because it's like random violence. And of
1: course, (laughs) They have like scenes where people are—it's like horror movie fucking. I'm the like, zombie
0: ones, yeah. You know, it's like,
1: come on, guys, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And and who doesn't like a good zombie slaughter? Let's keep <laughs> it real. Um, so this is—I'm kind of interested in this just because, um, you know, whether you enjoyed his presidency or not, uh, not have always said that. I, I feel that, um, President Obama was a decent dude, right? And meant well in everything he did. I don't really think he meant. He wasn't trying to fuck everything up like the current one, <laughs> so um, it'd be interesting to see what they talk about. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and, and it'd be and I think it's kind of perfect for the Democrats, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: you got Trump pissing everyone off, and then a the former Democratic president is kind of Netflix show, hmm. and everything's gonna be different. Than oh, what but he's Trump gonna, gonna troll
0: him like you know you wouldn't you know he's gonna
1: who's gonna troll who?
0: Oh, Trump. Trump's
1: gonna everything Trump says is like no one cares anymore even his followers are like oh yeah I mean, uh, whatever like nobody gives a shit he has no
0: credibility whatsoever it's kind of sad I already I already have one in my head he had to go to Netflix because you know no network would have taken his show that's why he had to go first because, of all that
1: voice is a little too good I know right gonna <laughs>
0: that just kind of came out I was like oh fuck Oh, i i have a pain in my he's heart he's a I, loser <laughs> I, like, what the fuck?
1: I don't care i hope he talks some shit but it is funny following both of them on twitter um and you get like trump talking just fucking mean shit about somebody and then obama's right after that going hey we should all work together it's like <laughs> man we yeah, you know, obama was a real shithead you know it's like come on guys
0: <laughs> so i was watching um a bad mother's christmas yesterday and um it's just what uh, this one scene was actually kind of fun because it's one of the I think it's Kristen Bell's character was trying to speak positively and everything, and then the 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 kind of nasty chick goes, "Hold up there, Obama," <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, yeah, <laughs> I go that's good when somebody speaks uh, really positively about somebody. He's like, hold up there, Obama.
1: <laughs> like you already have people in the comments. This dude, hopefully, he will be a better producer than president. It's Please.
0: Does he have Does he have an assault rifle in his profile picture?
1: All I know. It, I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. If you think the one we have is doing a good job, you're an asshole.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You are supremely dumb. But we don't talk about that kind of stuff no. on this podcast. No. So we're going to leave it alone. <laughs> and, and move into if gaming. You, if
0: you want to, if you want to hear more about it, go on our Patreon. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Brought to you by EA Access. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mail me a letter, if you want to know about it. I, I want to be mailed a, mailed a letter.
0: When's the last time anyone got mailed a letter? Uh, no, you're not talking collection notices, right?
1: No, no, no. no like, like... like someone, someone wrote you a letter mm. and mailed it to you.
0: Probably 20 years ago?
1: I think mine was, shit, 2004. No, 2005.
0: Uh, and does it count when you're, like, cutting out letters from a magazine and then pasting them?
1: No, those don't count. Those oh. are all the time. Okay, so um, then definitely
0: 1998.
1: Right. No, because I had a buddy who was in the military overseas, and he wrote me a letter. And, I'm, and I actually wrote him back. I typed it and printed it <laughs> and go, why Why are you writing? Do you not have access to email in Germany? Like, well, what, what's really happening in Germany? <laughs> I know, right?
0: And he goes. I'm still no. writing on a quill. <laughs> right,
1: something about the
0: base, like what they were doing, and I was like, whatever. All he had access was a parchment paper and all that.
1: <laughs> right, it's actually really nice military headed paper. I still have it around or something, even though we're not friends anymore. But I still, I still have it. <laughs> you know, I kept the letter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are sentimental. Late at
1: night, when all <laughs> oh, the world
0: is 90s night. Sleeping. <laughs> Hey, Selena was bad, boy. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Mm. All right. Press, press in, R.I.P. Uh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> in gaming news, Smash uh, Super Smash Brothers is nearly a must for anyone that owns any type of Nintendo gaming console. The Switch's time has come. Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo Switch is coming this year. Nintendo announced on Thursday. Nintendo revealed the Switch version of the game during Thursday. Uh, uh, during Thursday's Nintendo Direct, uh, the Switch version of Super Smash Bros. will be released this year, and apparently includes the Squid Kids from Splatoon. Uh, if you're not into that sort of thing, typically Nintendo had um, was light, uh, or if you're into that sort of thing, typically Nintendo was light on the details. In the news release, the company referred to the title as Nintendo Switch. Super Smash Brothers and noted that quote, recognizable faces like Mario, Link, and the Inklings from the Splatoon series appear in the teaser which you can see on the website thelazygeeks.com. That trailer was actually kind of cool because like the opening is just uh, the squid kids from Splatoon shooting around and stuff like that and then all of a sudden like everything gets dark and they kinda, it looks dope know, as fuck, dude. It's like dark, and then like the light comes from fire, and you see that silhouetted Mario and Link. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, like is it that serious? <laughs> yeah, like, that? like suddenly, like someone killed someone's brother, and then like they're coming to avenge. Like, talk. <laughs> like that's how it looked. You know
1: what? It, you know, in, in video game context, though, it kind of reminded me of something you would see from, um, like, Dota 2, <laughs> right. like a more hardcore competitive game. Yeah. Like, I was like, fuck, they go in the next limit. Now it's got me thinking, like, if the. Um... The new Smash Brothers is going to be like a little darker, but it probably won't be. It'll be the same fucking game as It's like as Injustice.
0: It's been, right. Oh, shit.
1: Mario's doing superhero landings and shit. Like, oh,
0: fuck. It's like, it's between that and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like, you, you have, you have uh, Luigi going, finish him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> fucking Mario shoots a fireball directly up someone's ass. Comes out the top of the head. <laughs> No, it looks dope. Um,
0: <laughs> Link fires an arrow into somebody's heart and then rips it right out with the heart I mean, still on the edge of the arrow.
1: <laughs> I was going to buy a Switch, but I'm going to wait till the holidays because I'm about to buy a Wii U. Um,
0: Where are you getting that from?
1: So a buddy of mine at work, he bought a Switch and he his Wii U's just in the closet. And he's like, bro, I don't even need it. And I'm like, what's up with selling? And he goes, if you give me 200 bucks, I'll give it to you. I'm like, 200 bucks for Wii U's? Get the fuck out of here with that! <laughs> and he goes, nah, man. He goes, I have six controllers. Two of them are the the screen thing. Oh. And he said he has um, like. What was it? 18 games. And they're all triple A. They're all that's fucking... That's all the games
0: I think they came out for
1: the Wii U. Right. <laughs> they're all like Mario Maker and the Super oh, Smash Brothers Mario and Maker. Mario Kart oh. and, and everything. He's got all the hot games for it. Because he only plays Nintendo. Mm. He doesn't have any other consoles. And I'm like, you what, dedicated... What is he, like, 12? You dedicated to the game. No, he's older than me and I don't ask many questions. Um, <laughs> Especially when it works to your advantage, right? <laughs> right. So 200 bucks for that, I'm down. Oh, hell yeah. You know, so... um. I think I'm gonna get that, and then uh, also the Wii U is a little more useful because like, you can watch Netflix on it and stuff like that. So,
0: well, Netflix, is, from what I rumor is, it's supposed to be coming to the Switch, but you know, I mean, so well, does so does everything else with the TV. You know,
1: by the time it does, I'll 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 probably get it. <laughs> Moving right along, motherfucker, and it's time for Star Trek fans to brush up on the rules of acquisition. This is fucking dope. <laughs> WizKids has announced Star Trek Galactic Enterprises, a new board game designed by um, Christoph Christoph (laughs) (laughs) Bellinger. that will put players in the position of a Ferengi merchant on the Deep Space Nine space station. Players will make deals for merchandise, both legal and illegal, in order to gain the greatest possible profit. Each player tries to climb the market ladder to achieve the rank of first clerk. Here's a description from WizKids. In Star Trek Galactic Enterprises, three to eight players will buy and sell their wares, trying to monopolize um, one particular product in order to gain greater profit. However, once other Ferengi get those same items for sale, it becomes a matter of who's the best negotiator. Do you work together to gain the same profit, or do you um, agree to cooperate? then sell at a lower price to steal all the profit for yourself. Be wary of special action cards that can mess with your business and remember the Ferengi rules of acquisition in order to gain the most return for your investments. Star Trek Galactic Enterprises is scheduled to release in June 2018. The game will be on display with a playable demo at the Gamma Trade Show in Reno, Nevada on March 13th. Or 14th during um, showroom hours. So, that, I, I, <laughs> listen, WizKids has a lot of Star Trek board games, and they're fun, you know. But this one sounds like it's no joke. Yeah, First this one's kind
0: of sounds all, the, cool.
1: The Frankier the shit. That's number one. Number two, this is one of those backstabber games, and I love those kind of games where you could just fuck over somebody at the table. Mm hmm. Like oh yeah that that sounds like a good good idea or maybe not motherfucker how right. about that um i the only game i have like that is munchkin um i'll definitely be picking this one up i hope it's not expensive okay because i don't have time for that expensive shit well if
0: it was coming out directly from paramount it would be like 2 you know 4000 bars of gold pressed platinum
1: well, they have they have games like um Star Trek Attack Wing. Let's see how much Attack Wing is cuz it's it's probably about the uh Star Trek it's like 20 something but oh no that's a faction pack it's like an expansion. Either way <laughs> I um I usually don't talk about board games that much on the main show cuz Steve has nothing to say about them but
0: well, it's I not figured. like it's not like you have a lot to say about it. it's not like you played them.
1: Listen, I'm about that board game life, okay? <laughs> uh, but this one I thought was right up your alley too because it's that Deep Space Nine, bruh. Fuck Yeah, dude. All right.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of I'd like to get into board games, but I don't really have a lot of friends that play them. So kind of <laughs> kind of one of those things, you know. You kind of have to have friends, you know.
1: You could play you could play D and D with me on uh, Roll Twenty dot com. If you want.
0: But like I said, you know, I don't really have pl- friends around here. Yeah, see, make it listen. up. Make it up, yeah. shit. <laughs> All right, moving on into comic news. Frank Miller and John Romita Jr. Frank um, Miller! <laughs> Frank Miller!
1: You riding that Frank Miller cot, motherfucker, <laughs> with that introduction.
0: And John Romita Jr. are bringing Superman Year One to comic book store shelves this August. Announced as a launch title for DC's new Black Label imprint that Adam will discuss shortly, the mm-hmm. three-part series will see the comic veteran take on the early days of the Big Blue Boy Scout. It's frame. It's a framework Frank Miller should be familiar with after penning Batman Year One back in 1987. Jesus Christ. Damn. That's a long fucking time, dude. Here's the official synopsis for Superman Year One a groundbreaking definitive treatment of Superman's classic origin story in honor of its 80th anniversary. This story details new revelations that reframe the Man of Steel's most famous milestones from Kal-El's frantic exile from Krypton to Clark Kent's childhood in Kansas to his inevitable rise to become the most powerful and inspiring superhero of all time. I just threw my fist up in the air like I was flying straight up oh dude I the, did fly I'm
1: floating right now um <laughs> uh,
0: there's this new podcast that I was listening to I I, th- I think I mentioned something about it it's called soundtrack and it's from uh uh it's from that uh things you should know I think or, or stuff uh oh I, I listen to that podcast yeah it's it's from that group that does you know those kinds of shows and mm-hmm. so what this guy does is he actually talks about movie scores and themes and talks about how they have stories to them and stuff like that and like he did the first episode, and he talked about how each—if you listen to each one—they kind of have this this story that they tell within the within the score. So of course, the first one was Star Wars, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, the uh, the Star Trek, um, the motion picture score. So All them
1: classic scores,
0: and then fucking went with Superman when he did Superman like my the hair on my on my forearms like just like stood up.
1: It's such a good it's just such a good score in general. Yeah. Like it, it fits the tone of the movie perfectly.
0: And it's it, just like um, immediately inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like anytime you hear it, suddenly it's like I can fucking do anything. <laughs> <laughs> particularly when you lift something particularly heavy. It's crazy.
1: It fucking works. <laughs> Dude, when I used to work at um Walmart they would stick me in furniture by myself, even though everything's a team lift item. But whatever, Walmart's <laughs> fucking bullshit. Um, and I couldn't pick up. St- and then I just start going, da, 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 and I could
0: do it. I was like, oh shit! It's an adrenaline it's amazing surge. Amazing what a
1: fictional character can um <laughs> can do, right? Can do. And believe me, I'm gonna be acting extra macho um in the next coming podcast because I am, I've I'm taking the plunge and I am reading the original. Conan the Barbarian stories. Oh. So you know I'm going to be the the godfather of sword and sorceries. <laughs> right. I'm going to fucking get on here and you're going to hear me slamming cups. More wine! <mother-> <laughs> 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 so we'll see how that works. What is it, what is it in, the,
0: in uh, the away tea? That's like, Good tea. Nice house. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> that's how Adam's going to talk now. Nice house. <laughs> Just super fucking man. man. <laughs> ain't, ain't no time for bitches around here. <laughs> anyway... Um, DC Black Label, a new publishing imprint from DC Entertainment, gives premier talent the opportunity to expand upon the canon of DC's iconic superhero comic book characters with unique standalone stories that are outside of the current DC universe continuity. Got that right on the first try this time. I know. Continuity. Do you rehearse much? Um, uh, You know, a little bit. An all-star lineup of creative teams will craft their own personal um, personal definitive DC stories in the tradition of compelling liter- literary works like Batman the Killing Joke, DC The New Frontier, and Watchmen. So one shots. Like, no,
0: no, because Watchmen was a twelve issue series.
1: Oh that's true. Yeah. Uh, oh what is it called then? Like a trade. I don't yeah. I don't know
0: well, yeah. that's I mean like mini series. Nah, like why what, what, why <laughs> are we
1: labels you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> labels, I know. Other fuck than bad everybody- labels.
1: <laughs> quote quote Many of our perennially best-selling – perennially? What? Yeah, Best-selling, critically acclaimed books were produced. I didn't mean to cut you off, by the way. I was being a dick. Yeah, I know. Were you going to say what perennially means? I figured the root is parental, like beginning. Is that what it means? Sure. Do you know what it means?
0: (laughs) No, I was just actually just saying, no, you had it right. It was perennial. It's perennial.
1: Well, no, that's not how they have a type because there's a Y at the end of it.
0: Perennially. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, I said you had it right. No, I'm (laughs) scared. Critically acclaimed books were produced when we unleashed our top talent on standalone, often out of continuity projects featuring our most iconic characters. A prime example being Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. Dope, explains publisher Jim Lee. The dope thing was me. It wasn't
0: part <laughs> of the quote.
1: Um, that would sound kind
0: of like, that would sound a little egotistical. Like, you know, like all of those dope. <laughs> DC motherfucker. Say Jim Lee going dope. <laughs> <laughs> Creating DC
1: black label doubles down on our commitment to working with all-star talent and trusting them to tell epic Moving stories that only they can tell with the highest level of creative freedom. Um, that's the end of the quote. DC label DC Black Label makes its publishing debut with the previously announced Superman Year One saga from legendary author Frank Miller and artist John Ramita Jr. Fuck yeah! The three part prestige series will hit shelves August 2018. Oh, that's a a long way away. <laughs> Not really. If like we think
0: about it. We're already it's almost. We're almost halfway through March.
1: It's long enough. I want it to be tomorrow.
0: Um,
1: John Ridley's The Other History of the DC Universe announced in January will be published under the new imprint as well. And Kelly Sue DeConnick, known for her work on Bitch Planet, which I just heard about, joins DC Black Label for her first major work with the company alongside artist Phil Jimenez with Wonder Woman Historia, the Amazons, this black label shit sounded dope as hell, like real top.
0: Well, it and just it basically I mean, what it just sounds to me is it's it's the way of visually representing that this isn't part of the main universe It's like like uh, Marvel's Dark Nights. It was darker stories, but they were kind of out of continuity. You know, that's kind of what it always right. kind of seems to me. You're going to
1: get you're going to get like um, but th- but st- and listen, this isn't this isn't the first time dc or marvel has done something like this but the cool thing is is when you have something like this when you have a a pool area that that creative talent can say oh i want to do some crazy shit a lot of good ideas come from that oh yeah and then can move into something else some of the
0: most iconic stuff that we have in dc and marvel is the out of continuity shit yeah you know the killing joke prime example you know it was out of continuity, but then it was so popular that it became continuity. You know.
1: So real quick, I'll I'll list the the following books that round out the first wave of DC Black level titles. It almost sounds Superman, like Johnny
0: Walker Black. You know, it's like that kind of like, know, right? like the high goes end down shit.
1: smooth, <laughs> don't come up.
0: You know what I'm talking about, <laughs> right?
1: Um, Superman Year One from Frank Miller, which isn't the, it was already a Superman Year One. Are we just forgetting that was there?
0: Re- was there redoing a the name? Was there a I have it. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's called. Oh, Earth One. yeah, 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 yeah. There was. No, Earth One. That's what it was called.
1: Earth One. Thank yeah. you. Batman Last Night on Earth uh, from Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Oh, that should be cool. Um Yeah. Batman Damned by Brian Azero- Azario and Lee Um Bermio. Uh Brian Azario is fucking dope. That's the one who who did um that Joker book. I think it was just called Joker. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, have yeah, that, yeah, one yeah. Yeah, that one, yeah. That was fucking super dope. Um Wonder Woman Historia the Amazons um from Kelly Sue DeCon- DeConnick and Phil Jimenez again will be uh taking up the art on that one. Wonder Woman Di- Diana's Daughter. That's a working title by the way. From Greg Rucka Ooh. who we know from Wonder Woman yeah. as well as Batman. So he's going to handle oh, that that's, well because his run on Wonder Woman was fucking quality
0: shit. Oh, yeah. dude. That's um, going
1: to be awesome. The other history of the DC Universe from John Ridley, uh, who is known for 12 years a slave and the American way. Uh, let, let me see real quick. So this one, this is that one that I think I've talked about this a while ago. Um, the Other History of the DC Universe is basically going to try to touch on real social issues. Um, and I like how DC's handling this, where they're going to have a specific book where people can come in and come out and, and talk about real issues and and kind of fit it into a DC-style universe and not do what Marvel did, which is cripple the fucking universe by trying to prove a point. Right. How many? How many – um, homosexual marriages did we have <laughs> in the last <laughs> 2 years like it was ridiculous and and the reason and the reason I just to, just to clarify I don't say it's ridiculous because they were doing it is ridiculous because they were forcing it right and it, it was it was tacky like they could have did it more organically but now we have they they that's what the other history of the DC universe is for so we'll see how that turns out um but this yeah DC black um DC's making a lot of moves lately um they seem to be be very aggressive this year so so expect to see a lot of a lot of stuff also getting talent from uh the other side of the pond coming over well, i was hearing I, f- I forget his name there's some artists too that they, there's rumors that he's going to be coming to dc too from marvel
0: yeah this i mean there there's a lot and it, it happens like there's always a huge you know change of changeover where some go to dc some go to marvel mm-hmm. um and marvel right now is going through that uh that uh fresh start which should be kind of cool because it's it's rearranging a lot of writers, taking on different uh, characters, which should be cool. It seems like it's bringing back the status quo. It's kind of what DC did with their um, Rebirth, mm-hmm. af, af, um, you know, where it's kind of like, okay, we made these changes. Now we're going to kind of go back to the way kind of things were, and which in a lot of instances, because since we had re- uh, Rebirth, or not Rebirth, New 52, we didn't really have much in the way of like standalone series like they kind of everything was kind of more, everything was together was together so now it seems like they're kind of embracing that old DC where you had like the killing joke and Watchmen and you know and all of that shit so and I'm down with that and, shit. and yeah and, and especially with you know Zack Snyder doing a, um, another Batman and then I mean not Zack Snyder um, um, Scott Snyder and, um, and Greg Rucka coming back to Wonder Woman doing a Wonder Woman mm-hmm. story I'm, I'm totally down with that that's gonna be awesome
1: so DC is definitely the place to be <laughs> in 2018, uh, but Marvel as well, because Marvel's doing the, um,
0: the, the refresh stat
1: joint. So I think 2018 is going to be a dope fucking year yeah. for comics. This
0: summer is going to be fucking insane. Yeah,
1: man. All right.
0: So. so moving on into technology news, this one's a little long, but, you know, bear with me. <sighs> <laughs> uh, this deals with uh, Adam's former employer. Uh, you may think you may want to think twice when having Best Buy's Geek Squad fix your computer. Nearly 200 pages of documents released Tuesday by the Electronic Frontier Foundation shows that Best Buy's top officials have quote. Enjoyed a particular close relationship, in quote, with the FBI for the la- for at least a decade, if not longer. The filings were obtained by the advocacy organization as part of a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit in an attempt to better understand how the retail chain sometimes uses its Geek Squad tech support service to aid law enforcement. In a document of two- from two thousand eight, the FBI's Louisville, Kentucky division is described as having a quote close liaison at the geek squad's management in quote in some instances the agency even paid best buy employees directly the foia suit that's freedom of information act file was filed last year in the wake of a federal prosecution of a california doctor mark rettenmeyer who was charged with the possession of child pornography in 2014. in court filings from 2015 rettenmeyer claimed that when he when he took his computer in for repair Best Buy technicians, at the behest of the government, searched his hard drive without a warrant in violation of the Fourth Amendment. Eventually, as the, e, uh, the EFF summarized, after a May 2017 hearing, the judge ruled that it wasn't a search as Rettenmeyer had consent to letting Best Buy access his computer. Quote, the court, however, threw out other evidence against Rettenmeyer after ruling the FBI agents misstated key facts in the application for a warrant to search his home and smartphone. The group wrote in its Tuesday blog post, the Rettmeyer case was finally dismissed in November 2017. In a statement to Ars Technica on Tuesday, Best Buy wrote that it continues to, quote, discover what appears to be child pornography on customer's computer nearly 100 times a year. Our employees do not search for this material. They inadvertently discovered it when attempting to confirm that um, we have recovered lost customer consumer data. The company added that it had a, quote, moral and in more than 20 states, a legal obligation to report these findings to law enforcement. We share this policy with our customers in writing before we begin any repairs. Shane uh, Buckwald, an FBI spokesman, emailed ours Wednesday morning. We will not... Comment at any point as it pertains to the ongoing legal matter, he wrote in addition, the FBI does not provide any information on dealings with informants or for obvious reasons. However, the company did acknowledge that at least four employees have may have received payment from the FBI after turning over such illicit material. Best Buy dubbed this decision quote in very poor judgment and inconsistent with our training and policies. Three of these employees are no longer with the company and the fourth has been reprimanded and reassigned. Now, first off, I want to say that if you have child porn on your computer and you take it in to get it repaired, you deserve what you get.
1: You have child porn on your computer, period. You deserve to fucking be (laughs) slapped around. Listen, I'm going to say this real quick because I did work at Geek Squad for a little over two years.
0: How Um, How much
1: did they pay you? How much of,
0: how much how much are you owned by the man? I want to I'm
1: going to say I'm going to say it like this exactly what the dude from Best Buy said at the end of what Steve read is true. So when we were in when we were we were in training or whatever, they would say, listen, don't go searching someone's computer. But if you come across something that looks illegal, whatever it is, but nine times out of ten is going to be child porn Um we we are morally obligated to report it. Um it and yes, yeah, it is in a contract that no one reads that everybody signs <laughs> before we work on their computer. Um I do not feel sympathy for people who have child porn on their computer if they get caught. I, I don't fucking care. hundred percent. Um but they do we have this document that even carbon copied. I don't know if it still is now but um, where they sign it, they get a copy of it, and there's a part that says like privacy or whatever, and it says that if anything illegal is found on your computer, we have a moral obligation to report it to the police. Right. I mean, there was there was someone the temp, in the another location that that came to our story that was talking about they found a um, like a fucking snuff film on someone's computer. There's countless people talking about they they would find child porn and it's just on the desktop. Like, I don't give a fuck, you know? <laughs> you got and that. Instantly, why, why,
0: instantly. The hell, why the hell would you be do, taking it in to get it? But my my big concern is is that, you know, the whole, uh, oh, well, we don't search it out if we come across it. But if you're getting paid, like if they're paying yeah, you this, to do that, that that's, that's a gray City, area. That Kansas City thing sounds
1: like a one-off, that, that they're coming in there and paying off. Now, I don't know. If they would have came into my store and told my boss, hey, we'll give you a little bit of extra money if you check this out, I don't know what would have happened. You know, it's it, just retail employees. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it really it's whatever, whatever. But um, it really makes no sense to to go search in someone's computer when you when you don't have a warrant anyway, because it, it all gets thrown out. But um.
0: yeah, but then they can just simply say, oh, well, you know, while we were checking stuff, you know, dah, 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 yeah, exactly. we found it, but they get paid. So, of course, they're going to lie for but it. But
1: then baby. on the flip side. If the FBI pays someone to look through a computer and they find something like child porn, isn't the FBI just doing their fucking job?
0: No, because then that's illegal. See, that's see, the see the, the the it's the gray area, and it's right. not like I'm trying to defend. You know, no, no, you know, no, no the, I know. It. But uh, but what you know, it it gets to that point of like, okay, well, it's like it's like yeah, if we do, and and I understand it. You stumble across, you know, you're okay. Let's see all the pictures. You know, did did all the pictures come back? You look in the files and stuff like that, and you're just like, oh shit, what is this? and then you stumble across it that's fine but if you do that and then say like hey you know if you guys uh, come across any of that stuff we're going to give you say 200 bucks you know and then that's people going to See be like, that's the the funny thing with that is is the, we would have reported it anyway no but see what if it's not within the content? let's say you know you're just you know oh if so you like, have to like be you're looking just, for it. yeah like if you're like you know you just you're doing ram or you put it in a new yeah. sound card and then you're like, going, oh, well, they say they're going to pay us. Let's see if this guy has anything. Oh, well, I was just doing a random search and, you know, came across this. Give my money. You know, that's where we had, we had this online. Um,
1: it was it was it was an internal. Like forum, almost like a Reddit, like an internal Reddit that you couldn't get to outside of um Best Buy.
0: Like internet? And it all, internet yeah, it yeah. It was
1: like all the geek squad people. And we would ask each other's questions and, and stupid stuff. But it just ended up being everybody – a bunch of nerds being stupid. <laughs> and uh, there was a screenshot I saw where – and it was disgusting. Like this – it was on the desktop. And I guess it was – it looked old because it was – or maybe the computer was just old because it was like Windows – Windows 2000 I think. There were four folders – and each one said child pornography, and then it was sorted by age. Like the the first one said um, like infant to something like listen, if I see that, you lucky I don't beat you to death with your fucking computer, <laughs> let alone call the FBI. You know, and and and
0: first off, if you're actually naming that like. Come on! You don't give a fuck. <laughs> you seriously, like, don't. You're fucking an care. animal. Like you need to be put down. Just put it Old on a flash. Put stuff. it on a flash drive or an external hard drive. So then, when your computer needs to be fixed, you know. No 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 no, no,
1: no, 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 no. If you have child porn, trust your Best Buy employees and just leave it on your desktop. Don't be telling them how to get out that shit. Fuck all that. <laughs> just saying. Here's here's the real the real thing, and when it comes to privacy. Now, obviously, we want to catch people that have child porn. We want to throw them in prison or kill them or whatever the hell we do these days to those type of people. But if, you, if, if you're going to sit here and read this article and say, oh, see, the fucking Best Buy needs to – no, just don't take your computer to Best Buy. Right. Like legitimately learn how to fix your own fucking computer. <laughs> like if privacy is that big of a deal for you, then you can't be – you can't hire other people to do things. Right. Like, if you don't want anyone in your home, you can't hire a plumber to fix your plumbing. You're going to have to fix it yourself. <laughs> you know, so it is what it is. Mo- most of those predators or whatever we want to call them, whatever PC word we want to call these people, they don't bring their fucking computers to people to fix them because they know. They're not stupid. <laughs> Some people are fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> Some people.
1: <laughs> Luckily. So... Microsoft seems to be adding a feature that I've only wanted (laughs) for fucking 15 years. (laughs)
0: Just 15?
1: (laughs) One of the most requested features that Windows 10 Insiders have been asking for is the addition of tabs in File Explorer to File Explorer. Well, yesterday, a couple days ago, because this was two days ago, three days ago, fuck it. For those 22,000 plus insiders who voted for this feature, Microsoft released insider preview build 17618 that includes tabs in File Explorer as part of its sets feature. Windows 10 sets is an upcoming feature where you can group documents and apps into one tabbed window that are related to the particular task enhanced and that's kind of dope. First of all, let me let me let me slow down real quick. <laughs> So they're not just adding tabs to File Explorer. They went a few steps over that. Let's say you have um, you have three three documents that you're working on, and you have to have them all open, but you're only looking at one at a time. You can group them together into a, to a win, almost like how Excel is. You know, how Excel mm-hmm. you know, Excel is all all in one little thing. Right. So you can do that, and then it's all in tabs. So you are just cleaning your shit up. I love that shit. It turns me the fuck on because <laughs> I can have all the lazy geeks up front, right in this little fucking thing. Put it off to the side. I love it. I love it. Um, so I guess. Anyway, what
0: would yeah. you say? Seventeen six. So that's June. So it looks like June. The June uh, update. We'll will probably Well, this
1: feature was released for testing to a small controlled group of insiders in preview build seventeen zero sixty three, and su- subsequently removed after the test. Uh, so yes, I said 17.6.18.
0: So yeah, it looks like that'd be, that's we're looking June then.
1: Yeah, with build 17.6.18, sets are back with um, what? Back and with it, and with it comes tabs in File Explorer. Fuck, you can you can now open different folders in the same File Explorer window, with each each one having their own tabs. This this way, one File Explorer window can have a tab for the Pictures folder. Blah blah blah, you know how tabs work.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> the thing that pisses me off is this feature's been in Linux forever. And it's one of the things I always end up missing when I come from Linux and come come back to Windows because it's so fucking convenient. It's one of those things that you don't realize how convenient it is until you need it. Right. Like if I have to reorganize a hard drive, like it's just a mess because you've been down the download- downloading shit for three fucking months. It's so much easier to have all these tabs lined up, and then just drop, 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 and just have everything sorted out. But fucking, for some reason, Microsoft acts like it's it's like fucking opening the Ark of the Covenant.
0: its <laughs> face is gonna get melted off.
1: <laughs> if you look closely, though, the sets feature does more than just allow you to have different tabs uh, for different folders, but also allows you to add applications as a tab. In the File Explorer. According to Microsoft, in addition to File Explorer, Notepad, Command Prompt, and PowerShell are also getting tab support. While this may be useful to some, I would have personally have preferred the tabs in File Explorer to be limited to folders and live. Shut the fuck up. Stop complaining. <laughs> like I'm I'm happy. Everything deserves tabs. It's two thousand eighteen. <laughs> PowerShell tabs too? Come on, man. For fucking people who need to use that shit. Yeah. Legit. And that's another thing Linux has. The terminal has fucking tabs. Everything needs tabs. Hashtag tabs two thousand eighteen. <laughs> no, I'm I'm really excited about that. Um I know a lot of you are listening like Adam, it's it's not a big deal, it's whatever. I'm like, yeah, you wait. You don't know wait till it comes and you're gonna see how big of a deal it is. <laughs> it's a big deal.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that brings it's us... It's a big fucking nonsense.
1: <laughs> 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 Let's roll right into... ha.
0: All right. So that brings us to the end of the headlines. Uh, 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 uh. Uh. Uh, uh. All right. So-, <laughs> so our main story this week is the dumpster fire that is YouTube. At one point, YouTube is as exciting as seeing two homeless people fighting in front of you. Yet yet at the same time, you begin to think, am I safe watching this? Should I seek seek shelter more aptly? It's like gas station sushi. It looks edible, but will I end up in the emergency room later on? Uh, The answer would be yes. Uh, If there's there's a divide on just how uh, a large portion of the public views YouTube, some view it as an open platform where almost any ideology can live or how YouTube execs seem to regard their company as, an, as a stage for encor- encouraging social change. Uh, basically, the former being the gas station sushi and the latter being how many ads can they place on these new ideas. You may have heard in the last week or so about the impending quote-unquote YouTube purge, a term coined by the human embodiment of a dumpster fire, Alex Jones. Along with the human waste of space, many in the predominantly right-wing ego space are claiming that YouTube is attempting to remove their content from the site and censoring free speech. First of all, YouTube is not a government platform and wouldn't be covered by the free speech free speech parlance that Jones and his angels of death are claiming. YouTube is a video platform that was created to make money and just happens to allow you to speak your own voice. Regardless how morally bankrupt your view is of humanity, there is no freedom of speech protection on a paid site. Now, some of you may be wondering how this came to be. Some of you may not even give a shit. On March 3rd, Alex Jones announced that YouTube was going to delete his his account on March 4th. Quote, the Alex Jones channel with billions of views is frozen, he tweeted. We have been told it will be deleted tomorrow and all 33,000's video will be erased. We just set up a new page. Subscribe if you want to see what the SPLC censor, wants censored. SPLC is short for the Southern Poverty Law Center. Although the last line, quote, subscribe if you want to see what the LPC, uh, LPC, um, SPLC wants censored is the biggest clickbait line it's like elisa gonzalez dancing around topless check out to see what the SPLC wants censored You know the the problem is that it never happened youtube doesn't make the content creator known that they're going to have their page deleted I mean how many times have you created that youtube page that you thought um, That you thought that video of two otters having 50 shades of otter sex would make you a youtube celebrity even though the connection between YouTube and celebrity seems a bit oxymoronic, and if you doubt me, just think of that asshat Logan, Logan Paul now,
1: and I bet you otter sex is not as exciting as it sounds
0: it, yeah, yeah, and most likely it isn't, and then you just you you know and then you you go and send out the link to everybody you know find the channel was deleted because no one wants to see that, okay. Right. A, a YouTube rep confirmed with polygon that Jones's channel was going wasn't going to be deleted and that the company usually doesn't warn channels ab- uh, about channel removals ahead of time so however advertisers, asked YouTube not to place their ads on Jones's content, which the company relayed to Jones. 20th Century Fox and Paramount Networks are two of the biggest companies who reportedly asked YouTube to exclude their ads from his channels, which could have been the source of the quote-unquote confusion, and I use air quotes loosely because Jones knew exactly what he was doing. Jones loves to get any attention. Uh, he his private Instagram account is like that of a teenage girl carefully positioned items around him and acts like he just woke up writing something inspirational while noting that he just woke up hashtags morning inspirational hat hashtag, hashtag I hate the liberal left, you know <laughs> And but part of the YouTube purge accusation stems from Jones's claim that YouTube was trying to kick him off the platform He received two community guideline strikes against his channel over the past weeks um, following videos that he alleged that survivors of the Parkland um, Parkland school shooting in Florida were crisis actors. YouTube declared those videos personal attacks and a violation of the company's community guidelines regarding bullying. The notice that Jones received was his second strike says that, quote, YouTube is not the platform for predatory behavior, stalking, threats, harassment, bullying, or intimidation. Note that Jones said in his earlier tweet that YouTube had frozen his account. If that was true, he would not be able to upload videos, which he did a couple of days after that tweet. Also, if his account were to be deleted, there would be no way for him to create a new InfoWars YouTube page. Jonathan Albright, direct, um, research director of the Tow Center for Digital Journalism, compiled data to display just how harmful conspiracy content was on the platform and how much of that content led back to Jones's InfoWars channel. Quote, from my experience in the disinformation space, all roads seem to eventually lead to YouTube, Albright wrote. This exacerbates all of the other problems because it allows content creators to monetize potentially harmful material while benefiting from the visibility provided by what's arguably the best recommendation system in the world. While they do not need to outright censor it, they must at the very least be policies put in place that include optional filters, and human moderators to help protect children and other vulnerable people from this material. By YouTube's own admission, the com- the company told Bloomberg that some of the moderators mistakenly issued strikes to some of those com- claiming that YouTube is trying to, you know, censor their material. YouTube claims they are working to rectify the situation. Unfortunately, Jones sounded the conspiracy horn and all his horsemen of the apocalypse are coming to his aid. It is easy enough to conclude that Jones could would squash these rumors by providing proof that e- of the emails he received from YouTube, but he hasn't. Why should he? You only confuse your conspiracy theory when you include proof that debunks your own conspiracy theory. As much as we would love to see YouTube put this that dumpster fire put out that dumpster fire, it looks like it will continue burning for a bit longer. Now, at the same time, you know you have. You know him claiming that they're you know YouTube is trying to do this and and we've talked about it before where YouTube has kind of led this wild west monetization kind of culture exacerbate and and at the same time now they're trying to pull back the reins and now they're going to have a you know they're going to have this backlash oh they're trying to censor us or you know they're trying to be you know you know how can they they pull back on this one and eventually it's going to hurt their advertising. And that yeah. and that becomes the dumpster fire that is YouTube, you know, I mean, you, you know, and, and for me, it's like if they pull all these YouTube videos, all these conspiracy theories, what am I going to watch? What's the point of YouTube? <laughs> See,
1: I don't watch any of that shit, <laughs> but um,
0: no, but you do end up in those dark corners where you're just like, you know, watching that video really of that dude staring back at you, you know? Like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> Dude, there was one time I legit fell asleep at my desk and woke up and a video like that was on. And I was like, uh. <laughs> um, to me, any time you want to make money, you're not going to have a free platform. It's just right. the way it is. Because yeah. now you have to answer to people who are looking for you to make money. um, And you can't have a fully – it, with the way it is, with all this content coming in, you can't have a fully censored one either. Right. Um, truth be told, who fucking? To be honest, I you should just to do it with the upvote downvote thing. It's the easiest way to get rid of somebody. Like and yeah, you might get you might get people like oh, like what's his fucking name? Um, that blonde haired weirdo, uh, oh, look who him. goes? Yeah. Yeah, he has a big fan base, and, and most of them are gonna defend him when he goes into the suicide. Okay, just whatever. Just don't watch his shit. The yeah. problem, the the problem with me is, is that you can't avoid him. I am not, I am not um, subscribed to him or any of the people that he runs with. Yet he still shows up on my suggested feed. Oh yeah. And that doesn't make any sense. My YouTube, my YouTube subscribe page is probably the nerdiest fucking thing you've ever seen. <laughs> it's people playing D anD D. It's people fucking telling you how to make Hearthstone fucking decks. It's all that geeky shit. It has nothing to do. There's not one vlog. Not one fucking vlog. I know.
0: I do the same thing. And I think a lot of it. All you know while. Yeah, we can sit there and say like, you know, people that, you know, go and watch all of these guys, you know, the Alex Jones and stuff like that and and like the Logan Pauls and all of that. YouTube's algorithm, you know, like you like there's YouTube kids that was designed for kids. But then the shit that comes up on YouTube through their algorithm, it's like that's, you, you know, it's like, come on, guys.
1: I've actually had YouTube kids play for hours and hours and not one bad thing has come up and I was in the room like I was doing my own shit and it was all perfectly fine kids shit. So, you
0: know, and you know, and there's a lot of news to, to counter that, but at the same time, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's weird on what YouTube suggests for you. Like, you know, depending on which account I'm on, like, if I'm on, like, for for my personal account, when I'm on YouTube, m- mine is mostly, you know, movie trailers or documentaries. Fucking, I have Frontline as one of my subscription, you know, the PBS fucking series. But some of the random shit, like, yeah, Logan Paul will pop up as being a, a suggested video or, you know, some of these other vlogs. And I don't have vlogs. Damn it. I wanted to catch...
1: I wanted to catch YouTube slipping, and I went there, and the recommends are all fucking spot on. <laughs> there's critical, ro- there's like four episodes of Critical Role, Bill Burr, a bunch of D and D fucking how tos, how to paint unpainted Dungeons and Dragons minis, <laughs> some gaming plays. God damn it!
0: <laughs> and to be honest, like you know, with as much money as as Google makes, you know. It almost seems like Netflix's algorithm is better than theirs. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it's
1: because YouTube's YouTube's um, setup is that of a search engine. It, it's it, they basically just took Google's fucking or yeah, Google shit and just kind of said here, <laughs> like you know, and just use it's, this. It, it's it's just dumb. Like I, I find myself YouTube. I don't hang out on YouTube. Like I have certain people that I watch that are on YouTube and that's that's really all I'm at. Like I, I and if I'm looking for like a tutorial or something, cuz 9 times out of 10 the videos on YouTube just suck now. The, the they're trying to grab fucking ads and it just they made it a um a cutthroat kind of thing. Right. And there's still people on here that make shit just to make shit and those are usually the best ones you know but um i first of all i don't know why anyone gives a fuck about vlogs <laughs> like even even if it's someone i dig i don't give a fuck what they're doing in their day to day every time and i've watched vlogs my kids they'll watch them every once in a while as soon as i'm watching a vlog of someone and it's usually something mundane, like 80%. They, yeah, if, if they go somewhere, it's 80% of it's them in the hotel room talking about it. You know, it's just random shit. And then you, it, it hits me every time where it's like, I could be living my own life right now, but I'm watching this person live theirs. But you don't have a life. Neither do they. A lot of <laughs> these people with the vlogs are just sitting around the fucking house. <laughs> We're doing challenge videos. And I do have a life. My life can be involved playing games. I can be doing my D shit. I can like be like you're sitting
0: on YouTube
1: watching people. But I'm sitting on YouTube watching other people do shit. I caught my son watching. And it was one of those AMSR or whatever that is, where they make noise like and it's supposed to make you go to sleep. It creeps me out. One, because most of it's whispering. I don't like whispering. Whispering creeps me out. And sometimes I'll be sitting in my room and it's quiet and I'll hear it coming from his room. And i am be like, you know, turn that fucking shit off. I'm gonna murder you. But there was one where I walk into his room, he's already asleep, and he's he's watching this video of a dude, or it was a chick. And usually the AMA AMSR chicks are really, are pretty hot. But it's this hot chick and she's on a she's on a couch and she's chewing gum. And reading a book for 55 minutes. And I look at my son who's sleeping and I go, where did I go wrong? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this kid?
0: Hey, I usually throw on a YouTube conspiracy video. That makes me fall asleep. <laughs> what do
1: I, usually I play. Flat lately, earthers, I, you know,
0: right. <laughs> That don't make me fall asleep. I'd be
1: pissed. <laughs> what the fuck? You're like fuck uh, you. <laughs> usually, I'll I'll play to fall asleep. I'll play like people playing D anD D or something. If anything, a lot of times I just go to bed with nothing on <laughs> or reading a book with nothing on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know
0: that's where I was going.
1: Um, but it's you but, know
0: with this whole thing. I mean, you know the it's the the whole aspect of YouTube. It's just like the source article that I kind of I got this from was from Polygon and Polygon was really kind of talking about how what is YouTube's actual like you know punishment you know like you know they got a second strike some pages get frozen others don't you know and it's like I, I think a lot of it is just basically because oh well your page gets frozen because you probably don't generate any business for us you know you we don't really make a whole lot on your ads we'll punt, we'll freeze your accounts but oh wait these guys we generate a lot of money so we're not going to necessarily freeze their account you know it's it's one of those things where it's like it needs to be consistent like if there's yeah. going to be a look you get a second strike you're frozen regardless and to be honest that's what's going to cause people to to rethink their shit you know and there i i did a post earlier this week about um i think it's stream it Is what it's called, but it's it's a new, it's like a new Google. But a lot of people from the alt right that are saying about talking about the YouTube purge, are going to go there, because it's a little more, you know, kind of like uh, you know, a little freer to do whatever they want to do, and you know the 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 CEO of that company is like, oh yeah, we don't um, you know, we're not about we love to let people speak their minds and you know, not censor anybody. And then later, I think it was Polygon went back to them and said, yeah, but you got place people like, you know, these guys, so they can go and spread their racist views and, you know, intimidate mm-hmm. other people. And then he's like, well, we're going to have moderators. And it's like something. He walked that back a little bit. And then we're like, go oh, Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yourself. You know,
1: go fuck yourself.
0: I'm done. Like it's, it's, but
1: the thing is, and we were talking about this before. There really is no other choice if you want to watch videos on YouTube. Yeah. Like there's other like niche kind of markets that have videos and shit. That's great. But if you just want to watch general shit – Like I, wa- I, I watch shit on um, – I watch a lot of Geek and Sundry stuff. Um, and I've, I signed up for their free trial of uh, Project Alpha. They have their own website now. It's actually them and Nerdist combined. Oh, right. Really? And it's fucking tons of shit. But you know, it's just starting out and stuff like that. So I've been watching on that. Um, but it's I don't all know through YouTube, know. right? No, it's its own site. It's oh. all hosted on their shit. Um, but it's a free trial. I got to pay monthly for it, and I don't know if I want to do that. Um, <laughs> then there's uh there's Twitch. Twitch Twitch has a lot of cool shit on it too. But um, most people are on YouTube.
0: Yeah. So if there's because it's you know, free.
1: Because it's free. It doesn't cost them anything to f- throw something up, and I get it, man. It's easy. It's there. It's what everyone else is using. You know, blah blah blah. But I think that if YouTube keeps fucking up, sorry, I keep I kick my desk.
0: <laughs> I was like, what are you? What's <laughs> happening over there?
1: I think if YouTube keeps fucking up, someone and this is how innovation happens is somebody's fucking up, and then someone's gonna sneak in and go, hey, maybe maybe this works better. The only problem is that YouTube's owned by Google,
0: right?
1: So or it's, Alphabet. It's <laughs> Whatever, I don't know why, but the the alphabet sounds like the most pretentious fucking company name
0: Yeah, uh, we f- we work here at alphabet alphabet
1: uh, alphabet I work at alphabet <laughs> yeah you
0: you'll talk normally it's like yeah, everything's like, oh where do you work? Oh I work alphabet, so alphabet. <laughs> when you say that you're really, yeah, your Lots voice of fuck off <laughs> that your voice only does that when it when it goes to mention alphabet hum 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 uh, but uh so we, you know so for you guys listening out there give let us know what you guys think about it you know is there a way for youtube to actually kind of curb this shit or is it kind of one of those where you know the the you know you can't uh repair the gate to bring the you know it's beyond that whole you know try um bring the horses back after the you know the um the gates broken right. you know it's like
1: i personally think i personally think it's beyond it and and anything they do now is a pr thing yeah just, they they want to make it look like they're trying and that they can't. Oh, what am I going to do? It's
0: hard. They're going to be like Sony. We can't do backwards compatibility. It's too hard.
1: <laughs> it's too hard. <laughs> it's like, first of all, Logan Paul, they should have just kicked him off. Yeah. It, that is proof. The whole Logan Paul, how the, the Logan Paul thing was handled is proof that the, the money is what they care about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They didn't do anything about it until people started fucking complaining big time. It about took them
0: it. like two weeks before they actually yeah. had a statement
1: oh, we're discussing it. Like, really? Because there's people that do even smaller shit and they get cut real quick. Yeah, they
0: get cut fast.
1: You know, but this dude's fucking in a foreign country mocking people who are committing suicide. Yeah. And we get we need two weeks to really discuss if that's offensive or not. Right. Like, come on, guys. Ask the country of Japan if it was offensive. Right. They'll let you know.
0: All right. So... This brings us to our what the actual fuck segment. Yeah. So for me, a woman and a horse walk into a bar. This isn't a joke. <laughs> this is, story comes from the Huff Post.
1: I almost picked this one too.
0: <laughs> the city of Miami Beach shut down a nightclub on Friday after video surfaced of showing a woman in a bikini riding a spooked horse into a crowd of people. The incident happened at the Mokai Lounge sometime between Wednesday evening and early, th- early morning hours of Thursday, according to the city documents obtained by HuffPost. Attendees at the event recorded the commotion and posted footage on social media. One video showed, showed a man trying um, trying to pull the seemingly seemingly restrained horse into the club as a man and woman r- ride on top of the animal. The second video shows the woman on the horse amid a tightly packed crowd of people. The horse throws the woman off before slowly walking through the crowd as people cheered. <laughs> um, city manager, manager Jimmy Morales revoked the club's business license on Friday. The Miami Herald reports a city press release cites this The incident as being a public, a hazard to public safety and possible animal cruelty. The woman seen in the video, quote, appears to be an employee from the club, but that's still under investigation, end quote. Miami Beach spokesperson Melissa Berthier told HuffPost. The Miami Beach police tweeted on Friday that authorities have found the horse seen in the video and that the. That it seemed was, uh, was, quote, deemed to be healthy and saved safe. At the press conference, uh, Mayor of Miami Beach, Dan Gelber, said what happened, quote, could be described as insane stupidity and irresponsibility, according to BuzzFeed. He added that the Mokai Lounge will be subject of an animal cruelty investigation. Like, what the hell was the fucking purpose? Like, I don't... You know you turning up a little too much. (laughs) When you're like, hey... I got, you know, or you're like, oh, you know what? I hate leaving my horse at the ranch when I'm out having a good time. Right. So, you know, there what? was, there was a time,
1: there was a, t- sorry, I was stretching too. There was a time, um, when the Arizona Diamondbacks won the world series for the first time. Okay, we all went down to this uh, area called Mill Avenue, which is a you know downtown Tempe. ASU kids are down there a lot, Mm -hmm. and we were turning the fuck up. Like the street was shut off, and people were walking up and down the street and just really, really happy. And then all of a sudden, fires started getting lit in the trash cans. (laughs) Then SWAT shows up. Oh shit! Now when SWAT shows up, Mahomie and I looked at each other and said, "I think it's time to leave." (laughs) When the horse showed up. That would be the same exact reaction right. I would have had. Like, oh, there's someone on a horse. I'm gonna go home now. Right. It's it's gotten too real that we're in fantasy land now. <laughs> like, I can't even do this. <laughs> like, that is too much, dude.
0: Jesus. Speaking. I was speaking. like, I know what I was like. That uh, I, I think Chris D'elia was like, okay, first of all, how the horse get in there? <laughs> like, you know, you know, that did did they, they freaking out did, too? Did did the did they card the horse? That's what I want to know. Yo, man, it's it's five dollars per person. Even the horse. I, I'm just. It's. I don't make the rules. I'm just following them. Right. How was this horse? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Real talk, though. That horse was terrified. Yeah, that
0: horse was freaked the fuck like, out. He he
1: he was not having any of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so. It's one of
0: those. Can't I just
1: be left alone? <laughs> right. Leave me the fuck alone. This one. <laughs> <laughs> this one was a gem. Attorneys across Utah received an unexpected piece of email from the state bar on Monday, a picture of boobs. Nice. We are horrified. Who doesn't appreciate that? I mean – Right. Listen to what John Baldwin, the organization's executive director, told Fox 13 in Salt Lake City. He said, we are horrified. (laughs) We are investigating to discover how this occurred – Our goal is to find out what happened and ensure it never happens again. The Utah State Bar uh, also tweeted an apology. Apologies to all who have received an inappropriate email from the Utah State Bar. We are aware of the situation and are are investigating the matter. The email contained the subject line, 2018 Spring Convention Walk-Ins Welcome, Learn How, (laughs) along with an image promoting the March 8-10 to event. Below that was an image of a woman's breast. Here's a censored version version <laughs> of the image. She's cute. I like the hair with, that, right. with that lazy curl at the bottom. Yeah, you know, um, tits aren't it gets bad. Gets the job done. Yeah, it's probably a what would you say? High B. Yeah. Yeah. She looks
0: good. Very, very low C.
1: <laughs> yeah, <I have> extremely <laughs> low C. Um. We just got serious for a right. second. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Chase
1: Thomas, Policy policy and Advocacy Counsel at Alliance for a Better Utah. Looked like Utah got a little better yeah. from fucking lawyers. <laughs> Told the um, Deseret News he was in the gallery at the state capitol when he received the message. I was expecting a routine email. I would most likely scroll through and delete thomas told the newspaper but i had to scroll through and delete a lot faster than i had no, no lie yeah,
0: motherfucker. Not even,
1: you was like hey look at baby girl no no he's
0: see what he, he had to do it faster because he was probably with the with the wife you know and probably like oh, oh, yeah, shit. I, oh I, shit. I hate that shit when uh, and, and this is this has happened to all
1: of us okay steve will send me something or some other homies will send me something i'll pick the phone up being an idiot and, you know, you, my wife's right there. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I put this shit away real quick. Right. Like, like oh.
0: oh, shit. Yeah, let me get it. These them.
1: are always pretty innocent. Like, he'll send pictures of Gail Gadget and shit like that. But I have other friends that send straight up full fucking frontal pornographic <laughs> images. I'm like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, for me, because I know, like, sometimes Adam's wife has his phone. No, yeah. Not so much now, but before, you know, so you're kind of like, okay. You know, it's just like, and then well, he, he's at my work. My kids too. Yeah, and then like he's I at told, work, you know. I told my friends,
1: um, my two friends, they send, they'll send something that says it, from Reddit and they'll say like, not safe for work, 18 plus. That's okay. Cause I need to make the choice to <laughs> click on it, but they'll send me shit. And I'm like, guys, I, I, I have six children. Like. They sometimes are playing fucking Candyland on my phone, and you're sending me I, no. Please don't. But
0: they're, they're never like, they're never too young to learn.
1: No, they're too young to learn some of the fucking basics that they be sending on this <laughs> phone. I'm like, first of all, if you're gonna send me nudes. Please send me some top shelf shit. Don't be. <laughs> we we don't need to be um you know equal opportunity employers here <laughs> for the uggos. I don't need to see that shit. <laughs> the uggos. You heard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hurt <heard> me, Uggos. <laughs> Listen, that's it for this week. Please give us Steve. What's in here? Please give us a five star rating on iTunes. But I mean, I feel, I feel, if the show was good enough, we've earned the five stars already. I don't. We need don't to want ask it from Uggos.
0: You. We don't want it from Uggos. You know. No, I mean top Uggos. Uggos,
1: Uggos can vote. <laughs> You know, they they there's some some amendment in there or something that says <laughs> ugly people can vote. That's why I can't. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you get wherever you get the show. Just fucking just just fucking balls deep on the ratings, <laughs> please. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, if you're new to the show, you can definitely catch all of our old episodes on Stitcher iTunes Apple Podcast app.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What? Yeah. Do people not know what iTunes is?
0: Some people don't use iTunes anymore because you don't have to have your phone connected to iTunes now. So oh, uh, so they use a, a different yeah, app now. Yeah, because okay. they they've se- they've separated the podcast onto a different app.
1: Okay, then this is how we're gonna
0: read it. First, find the
1: old episodes on Stitcher, Apple's bullshit, <laughs> and Google Play Music, as well as our website, TheLazyGeeks.com. Apple Podcast app—that's what they named
0: it. Well, yeah, Apple, well, they call it podcast, but it's the Apple's podcast app.
1: Apple always names things like they're the first ones to come up with it. <laughs> but it's so funny. Um, we are on social media, of course, Twitter, Twitter and Instagram, both under the name The Lazy Geeks, all one word. Uh, and also, of course, Facebook and Google Plus pages. Hit them up. Let us know what's up. Send us nudes, whatever you want to do. <laughs>
0: Top um, Level shit. Remember
1: top level <laughs> top shelf fucking <laughs> material. Okay. Um, and also speaking of top shelf, our email, the geeks at the And
0: you can find me on the internet, on Twitter at a middle-aged geek, Instagram, middle-aged underscore geek. And you can check out our other podcasts, uh, Adams and I podcast over at, it's not just another podcast, our weekly podcast that discuss, uh, life geeks, Geek culture, social media, pop culture, politics, all other nonsensical topics, as well as the extended play movie podcast, a podcast podcast for true cinephiles. You can search both of those through uh, the iTunes, um, Apple's podcast app, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or if you want, you can just go straight over to the blog. It's not just another blog dot com.
1: Oh yeah, I'm on uh, Twitter. It's apiantlg, and also Adam at thelazygeeks.com. Get at me with that top level shit. With <laughs> that top le- <laughs> you're really stuck on that, aren't you? I am top level shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: and be sure to tune in on Friday for our latest adventure on The Away Team. And as as we've said before, with the 300, 300th episode approaching, we want to hear from you guys. So please send us comments, emails, or even a voicemail if you want. We'll play it on the show, uh, 818-495-5637. And we'll share all of that on that episode, which is slated to be the middle of May. providing our current, <laughs> our current uh, at current rate of episodes, it should be at the middle of May. All right, so that is it for us this week. So until next time, peace out. <laughs>